Hello, and welcome to Nerd Variety, the podcast where we talk about nerd things and variety things, and today, Star Wars things. Yay! A lot of Star Wars things. Uh, Today, we are joined by a special guest, super special guest, uh, Matthew. Hello. Matthew Carlos! Where I point to him (laughs) on my screen. But uh, yeah, so he's here because he's the only other person I know that knows a lot about, enough about Star Wars. Uh, these two, they, they're okay. Honestly. The force is not as strong with us. Yeah. <laughs> now, Star Trek, I'm your girl. All right, but we're not talking about that today. So I know, just, just, and you guys just, never will. Uh, sure, we will. It's just you know not important. Yeah. Uh, all right, so <laughs> today we're gonna get started. Uh, we're going to just do a brief review of a couple uh, things that happened uh, since uh, at the end of last year. Uh, so first of all. Uh, Mandalorian came and finished its first season. And what did we all think? I have seen all of the Baby Yoda memes. Not not because I've searched them out. Just because they're everywhere. But I have not seen the show. I have not. They're everywhere because they're wonderful. Josh, are you trying to count? Um, Okay, yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah. (laughs) 10 out of 10. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was Uh, was awesome. Uh, Very... Great use of CG. Very everything was, felt really well balanced between, you know, practical and digital effects, and just a very like Star Wars space western story that so, I've always I've always wanted. So yeah. as someone who has not seen it, my biggest question to those of you who have is how does it compare seeing Star Wars now as a TV show instead of a movies? Because I know we had like the there was we've had animated- TV shows. <laughs> I know there was an animated one, but I don't yeah. feel like there were a lot of big, big name live action like, ones. We yeah, never had any like the first official. This is the first yeah. live action one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, They were planning to do a live action one for a while now, mm-hmm. but it's never got off off the ground. Yeah, but would you say are like the primary differences between the TV show format and the movie format? It's like a lot more slower paced. Like you have a lot of time to just like kind of sit in the universe, like. Mm-hmm. it's yeah. not like wham bam 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 action all the time you get mm-hmm. a little bit of that here and there but then you also get a lot of like story and you get kind of like a little slice of life in there as well but it's not too much it keeps you in the action okay because to me it seems like and don't get me wrong i love the the movies and i love how action-packed they are but i feel like slowing it down a little bit in order to make a tv show is kind of what it needs yeah and you know that's as as someone who has not as much as possible, but um, as someone who has ex- uh, explored a lot of the extended universe a good bit, um, I have always kind of felt that that was this was a thing that needed to be made to really help get the general audiences in mm. more invested in it, and uh, get you know mm. it's just it's nice to know that uh, other people are able to get that feeling of the universe to help get a better appreciation for Star Wars. In my mm-hmm. yeah yeah because to yeah, me uh, like star wars has always been more than just the movies yeah lifestyle and they had a great um <laughs> untapped had a great untapped resource with after return of the jedi uh they kind of you know jumped between jumped to the when they made the new trilogy when they made the new trilogy so you know oh there was 30 years of things happening in the galaxy we don't really know what all happened but Oh, Mandalorian! That's a good little, you know, little cut. A little cut we were able to get out of it. 
because most of most stories like that like that would like take what um most stories would be taking place between uh, revenge and a new hope yeah mm-hmm. or between uh what's the uh attack of the clones and revenge yeah, revenge and stuff, yeah. the clone wars of course yeah uh <clears throat> so obviously this is not the this show obviously does not have the length yet of uh the clone wars which is actually it has it matthew has it finished its final season or is it in its final season so the clone wars uh it's finished officially with season seven uh it's supposed to come out at the end of february it's what originally was supposed to come out before disney bought star wars and like did away with the clone wars so they finished these episodes and they're supposed to come out towards the end of the month and i think it's i'm not too sure how many episodes i think it's like less than like 10 or 15 but they're like you know 20 minute episodes and they're supposed to tell the story leading right up into revenge of the sith so it's kind of cool you get to see other perspectives of what's going on during that movie but you not actually tell the whole movie story again yeah and i i think that's gonna be interesting i have the hardest time really getting through like the first season mostly of the clone wars just because it's it's kind of slow it's kind of slow moving i know a lot about yeah i I know a lot about it uh later on like i know all the darth maul stuff a lot Mm. of that um and i'm I'm excited to get to that but i just it's so hard to actually it's yeah. like the first yeah. season of like Rebels or like I haven't even seen Resistance because it's just it doesn't really appeal to yeah. me, which is fine, you know. It's Star Wars is for everybody, so like like it's more for kids stuff. But like once you get through those first couple seasons, you really kind of get into like the meat and potatoes of Star Wars, and it's really cool to see. Yeah, and you know I I only bring up uh, Clone Wars because well, first of all, it's ending, uh, and <clears throat> uh, this uh, the Mandalorian to me kind of feels like the live action <coughs> version of clone wars but in 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 the new the new uh trilogy like in that closer to that timeline if if you kind of get what i mean like it's telling the story of uh like soldiers or bounty hunters you know that don't really get the the spotlight mm-hmm. uh, usually in the yeah. movies and, uh, I, I like that kind of thing you know again it's really getting to explore the universe and what it's all about like what the the average person in the universe is doing or i mean yeah because so like average, a lot of people think like with star wars it's all about like the jedi and like the sith and it's like always the good and the bad but like yeah. a lot of the people like the galaxy is so big in that universe that mm-hmm. like some people have never even heard of the jedi and it's kind of cool for like within like the stories for them to say okay there's not only just the jedi and the sith it's not only just like the light side and the dark side like there's different cultures that like have their own versions of what the force is and it's really cool to see like even though it's the same thing it's just different applications of how they see it yeah and uh we're also gonna i'm gonna get back into that near the end of our discussion when we talk about video games um so uh yeah after you know talking about uh the the trilogy uh the sequel trilogy as well which also just uh, wrapped up in december uh we finished out the skywalker saga what it has been dubbed uh and you know we're just gonna talk about that a little bit while we're doing uh, reviews what did everybody think about 
uh, Rise of Skywalker. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, I have to say, like, there's a lot of heart in there, a lot of, you know, good tribute to Star Wars as a whole. But it did show that it was a bit disjointed from other movie, the other movies in the trilogy. And they kind of had, it was felt a little thin at certain parts, especially how the plot moved along. But I, I had I had a lot of fun, especially after rewatching all of them and uh, just being like, okay, this is this is the end of the, the saga. And I guess, yeah, it mm-hmm. was it was it was a fun it was a fun ending. Yeah, I yeah. definitely would put it in. There's like the special category of movies I have where I'm like, they're not masterpieces, but but they're just really fun to watch. Right, and you get into them, yeah. and the story's engaging, and the characters are fun, and and I really feel like it fell into that category. Like there were some really, really good moments, um, but I feel like in general, like it was just a good time. You had you know lightsaber battles and things and spaceships, and like it was just everything that you wanted from from Star Wars in that aspect. So it wasn't everything I wanted. Well, in terms of like, it was everything yeah. I expected. <laughs> in terms of, yeah, in terms of like you know you all of the classic Star Wars things, I felt like were there yeah Yeah. i mean like for me i wait like i want more from it because like you know it's supposed to be the end Mm -hmm. of like 40 years of storytelling but it's like you know there's so much pressure to like deliver on it that like i don't think anybody would be truly happy with what they got like for me like i don't like the palpatine thing uh like i don't like how it gets explained in like the first five minutes it's like somehow he's like i'm like yeah like it's yeah that was weird (laughs) it's not great but like i guess (laughs) with the sequel trilogy it just doesn't feel like it's like it doesn't feel like it had like a concrete plan yeah it's just that's where i think it suffers from the most yeah, and you can you can really feel mm-hmm. it. It's yeah. that really bleeds through to the audience, I think. Um, yeah. Just and I I was a big fan of uh, the Last Jedi. I, I know that one was also a very divisive film. Uh, mm-hmm. I I really liked what they were doing with it because to me I liked it because it really did kind of give that feeling of the that a lot of the extended universe gets, or you know the feeling that, that gives off of that you know it's not just about the Jedi and the legacy and everything. It's also about uh, everybody else as well, the yeah. whole universe. And uh, I, I feel like it, that movie did a good job of that. But then of course, JJ uh, Abrams was just like, no, it's about the Jedi. It's about Jedi and legacy yeah. and all that stuff. So I knew that it was going to be like that in Rise of Skywalker. So it was, there were some unexpected things, but it was, it was a lot of expected things. I guess it was hard to do both to, you know, pay tribute to the legacy of Sith and the Jedi and also say like, oh, it's, this is all, this is about the Star Wars galaxy and, you know, how they, you know, overcome, you know, the dark side and, you know, war and actually come together. And it come together at the end. Um, I really enjoyed the, uh, the Luke and Leia, um, see, seeing Luke where I did and seeing the, and all, and all the Leia tributes because I was a little concerned when you know watching the movies like are they gonna pay any homage to her like expanding universe self like that she trained as a jedi and we got to see a little bit of that in the last jedi just just a little bit and then we see more of it in in this one here and i was really glad to see that yeah me too i i know some people were a little disappointed with well sounded like really disappointed or 
whatever maybe that's not even the right word but uh in last jedi with her using the force to come back to the, to the ship why I think it's just because it looked weird like yeah like the way it was done it like didn't explain it at all it was just kind of like mm, leia's out in space but she's not dead she's just flying back towards the spaceship i mean just kind of me, very much like to me it was like well that's it was it was clear to me like it's because she's obviously force sensitive and she wouldn't yeah. she doesn't necessarily use the force mm-hmm. uh for fighting she doesn't use yeah. it right. aggressively she would use it in a like a life-threatening event right yeah but yeah. just as someone who's a little bit less familiar with the series i was very confused yeah, yeah but i mean we all <laughs> like, watched the uh, we all watched like the empire uh where she did have that little communication with luke which yeah. that which that was something small and that could be explained away by you know hit her just feeling him but she also she also is a skywalker uh twin and, powers and if you look in yeah <laughs> and if you look at the the expanding expanded novels and series that she expands on that and i'm glad that they brought that they brought that in uh and i liked their i guess the story of ben solo i felt that they made they wrapped it up pretty well yeah i i did pretty much like <clears throat> like him in this uh i i like how they ended his storyline for the most part like the exact mm-hmm. ending was a bit annoying where it was back yeah. and forth and back and forth it felt like uh and you know like the force healing thing like i know it was a thing i know it's been a thing in the extended universe at least uh you use it in like games and you see it and everything. but uh you know that was a weird thing for a lot of people and i get that they were also trying to make it my understanding is that they were trying to make it a uh a thing that was pretty, uh, like it was just kind of hers, or it wasn't. It's not like a general force ability because a lot of times now, uh, force abilities are kind of specific to the people, to the users. Yeah. Hmm. That's something that they've been like trying to like, I guess, push with like the new Star Wars. Yeah, is like you know, certain people who are strong have like could have like a specific like trait within the force, and you see that in some of the newer games and stuff. I mean, yeah. for me, I feel like Ben Solo's whole story is just completely tragic. And, like, I wish he would have gotten a happy ending. Like, mm. uh, like what I wish with the whole scene where he sees his dad and it's, like, a flashback, what I wish, like, would have happened there is, like, you know, Anakin comes back to him and starts talking to him about, you know, like, coming back to light and, like, saying, like, you know, I wasn't the one telling you, like, this as Darth Vader, like, you know, you need to fulfill my destiny, and, you know, even if he still didn't listen to that, he could have then brought in Han Solo, and that would have had, like, a complete meshing of, you know, yeah. the three trilogies. I think that would have been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I did, I did enjoy, though, I did think it was good what they did with Han Solo, but, uh, yeah, yeah. but, yeah, you know, I was very I, resistant. <laughs> I do back. they had there was some communication between uh, Anakin and Ben because it was like he's we've seen him as a force ghost we know he's around there we've seen every other force ghost pretty much except uh, Kenobi but mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's the chosen one like what's he doing like just watching you know his yeah. family and like being destroyed and like his yeah. like legacy like I'm just curious like what was the reason for not having him in there yeah Besides the very, the that scene in the in the beginning where uh, I guess where Sidious is talking to Ben and he's saying that he's been every voice in the corner of your mind. 
Saban to that, yeah. uh, where he does that, where he goes into James Earl Jones. And then, but then we do hear Anakin uh, at the end uh, speaking Restore to Ray. the balance, yeah. yeah. But like, I'm like, why are you, like, why did he only talk to Ray? Like, you know, yeah. like yeah. You, you see your grandson following the same yeah. path that you were. And yeah, he yeah. might be closing himself off from the force, but like, you know, it, Star Wars is all about family. Like you do your most to like, you know, you care for him. That was Luke's whole thing with Vader is like, he loved his father so much, even though he was this horrible person and it brought him back from the dark side, like return the favor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the uh, wild, wild west stuff with Sidious coming back and wanting Ray to kill him so he could possess her and have immortality. And so all the Sith could have immortality and, the whole dyad and the force stuff. Uh, I was watching that. And I'm like, cool. All right, cool. All right, cool. Uh, okay, that's that's cool. <laughs> I, I did like the scene where uh, Sidious just uh, <clears throat> like uses the force and like gets the their essence. And he's like, oh, oh, how I can stay alive and do all this. I don't need to die. Well, never mind. You guys get on out of here. Yeah. Uh, and just the, I, I, I do want to hope they kind of maybe in some, to clarify some things with, I don't know, there was a lot of unclear, unclarification, other things left unsaid with, um, uh, what's his name? Um, not Poe, um, Finn, Finn, Finn yeah. uh, his relationship with Ray and, um, the girl from the last Jedi, uh, uh, Rose. Kelly Rose trans character, yeah, yeah. I Rose. never cared for her character in the Last Jedi. She was just, she was part of that, uh, that whole part of the movie that I just didn't care for. Uh, so, like, I, I don't really, I'm not part of the that group that was really upset with how little she was used because I was just like, I think she was used just a, the right amount for as much as I liked her character <laughs> to begin with. I thought she was too much in uh, the Last Jedi, but. I mean, I feel like it was a lot of just like backlash from certain aspects of the fans, and that's mm -hmm. probably why yeah. her character development was just like cut. Like, but yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. mind to see more of her. I mean, it's like, yeah. like mm -hmm. if they had done better with her than in the Last Jedi, I would have been mm -hmm. fine with it. Yeah, but. you kind of expected her to be folded into the, the the new the new group, the new team of like Ray, Finn, and, and Poe, um, mm -hmm. but she was kind of left on the side there. Um, yeah. And uh, and trying to see that other stuff about was Finn talking about his feelings for Ray, or was he talking about that? Was he trying to tell her that she he was force sensitive? He was trying to say of, that he was force sensitive. Kind of, yeah, I that's, mean, that's what they've what, they've said. That's what they've been saying. I mean, it okay. doesn't make okay. much sense in terms of like the movies part. Like, hey, we're about to die, but I can use the force. So let me let's see what yeah. happens here. Right. Yeah, but, I think I'm force sensitive. Why don't you do something then? <laughs> But I do wish they would have done something more with like Finn's character. Like the whole like Force Awakens like trailer, you think he's gonna be the main character, like he's the one that the mm -hmm. force is awakening in, and it turns out to be Ray, which is completely fine. I just wish, you know, it would have been it would have been cool to have like the full three casts being force sensitive. Like that explains why yeah. Poe's such a good pilot. That's why, mm. you know, yeah. Uh decides to lead the stormtroopers, you know. It it would that would have been cool. Yeah. I probably would have enjoyed it too much because of how that idea reminds me of uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2. 
where you mm-hmm. can like get all of your crew to be Jedi, basically. Yeah, and it's like the same idea. Like I feel the problem with like the last Jedi is like it tries to really get into the idea of, you know, were the Jedi really great, which is completely fine because they weren't like, mm-hmm. you know, they even say it like, you know, the Jedi, even at their peak, they allowed Darth Sidious to take control of the Senate because they were so like mm-hmm. like not paying yeah. attention to what really mattered. And that's like why yeah. Qui-Gon wasn't on the council and stuff. But like the idea of quarter two, which like, you know, you question like what's actually like good versus evil is really cool. And I just think that mm-hmm. that's where it missed the mark. Like it was trying to do that story, but it didn't do it great. Yeah. And that's why I I tend to think a lot of the extended universe stuff is a better place for that, where you have more time to really explain that and delve into it. Uh, so overall, I thought Rise of Skywalker was good, uh, pretty much what I expected because of all of the inconsistencies with uh, directors and everything, uh, lack of a plan. But uh, it was mm-hmm. it was it was a solid movie, not the worst Star Wars movie. Let's just say. That's definitely Attack of the Clones right there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think is the best order to view the movies in? I remember in college, there was a lot of discussion about it being four, five, one, two, three, six, and then like the sequels in their order. Uh, I think all of that discussion was before even Rogue One came out. So uh, I'm yeah. just curious uh to get your guys opinions on uh now that it's all finished the whole skywalker thing uh what do you think is the best order for viewing either and do you think it should be different if you're going into it for the first time or if you've already seen it and you're just returning to it and you want to do uh, a binge of all of them i think if you're someone who's seen it before and is like more or less familiar with all the movies I think it'd be cool to do it just like chronologically um, and especially in terms of like put Solo and Rogue One where they're supposed to go in in the timeline. I think it'd be a really interesting way of watching it, um, but probably only if you've, you're already familiar with the series. And to yeah. clarify, that would put, that would put Solo before, before Rogue One. Yeah. yeah, because Rogue One leads directly into uh, Four. Hmm. I mean, for me, like when we watched it in college before the sequel trilogy came out, I like the idea of the like the flashback, the four, five, one, two, three, six, but I didn't like showing it to someone who's never seen Star Wars before. It makes it really complicated to be like, hey, we're going back in time. Like, it's just a really yeah. long flashback. And, yeah. and I was thinking about that because I didn't do the whole thing, but I, I recently rewatched the prequel trilogy in, in order. And then I was thinking, you know, I remember them, the discussion of viewing it in that order and just thinking of how long that is to do the prequels and then, you know, in between five and six, it's like, that feels like a lot. I don't like know. Like when the flashback the itself is longer than like the movies you watched up until that point. Right, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Eh. It's, it's, yeah. We're going to do what, this for four hours and then have a six hour flashback. That's what I did for um, my pre Rise of Skywalker marathon uh, New Hope, uh, Empire, then three prequels, and then Solo, Rogue One, and then back to Return of the Jedi to watch and then watch force wiggins and the last jedi uh 
which yeah it was a very it was like okay so i'm kind of sucking the prequels for five movies five movies of prequels you know well prequels and anthology movies and then back to the main story and then moving to the future so yeah and you know i think that is just i think i agree with matthew i think that's too complicated for especially for somebody that's getting new into the series that's just getting into the series right. uh, i would definitely recommend if it were me i would probably recommend just doing it chronologically Good thing you don't get the Darth Vader twist. Like, if it's for someone who's never right. seen it and has never heard of the I twist, I say release order. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like the nice uh, thing about the release true. order is if you're trying to get someone to enjoy the series, you might want to start with the best movies. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like yeah. starting someone off with one and two is <laughs> likely but, to, for them to be like, nah, I don't know about this. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I was, I, I was thinking about this uh, a few weeks ago now. Um, start with up with Rogue One, and I think I, I made this uh, this point to some people. Uh, <clears throat> really, I think every trilogy is better in some aspects, in one aspect or another, or at at least than the other trilogies. I so, like, I think true, true. I think the sequel trilogy uh, is the best acted. I think it has just overall the best acting. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously the best graphics, but that's kind of unfair just because it's newest. Uh, I think the original trilogy has the best story. I think just in order and everything, I think it tells the best story. And it's the most consistent, even though it's a little weird. Um, I'm sorry, I'm such a girl. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I do think... The I, I do the best world building. Like, yeah, and I was I was gonna say too. with uh, uh, the prequel trilogy, I think it has the best world building, uh, just because you know you really get the sense of you get the the best sense that there's a universe outside of the main characters. Right. The first trilogy was all about like you know Jedi versus Sith and blowing the up the, the Death galaxy. Star twice. Yeah, the way the galaxy rests on these this small circle of individuals. And you know all the can- all their cannon fodder, um, and the big, sequel just big, trilogy just, just the is, big wars that they had. And the sequel trilogy is just okay. Who was everybody's father and grandfather and mother? Yeah, really quick. Is there like is sequel trilogy and prequel trilogy like the official way of talking about it, or is there, or is yes. there something else? Because I'm I keep getting There's, confused. Well, yeah, like yeah, that's where I see. That's what that's I see. That's how we see time. it. Um, no, I mean they, I do I do too, but I have to like remember. Because that's like, like on Reddit, there's like prequel memes, sequel memes, mm-hmm. and OT yeah. memes. The like Lucasfilm story group calls it, what I don't remember what the prequel trilogy is, but like the Galactic trilogy, like the original trilogy is like the Age of Rebellion. The, the newest one is the Age, Age of Resistance. Of, Age of the Republic. That's what it is, yeah. yeah. So that's what they've called it to refer to them. That doesn't help me. So. Yeah, I think it's too complicated <laughs> for uh, the general audiences. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't want to just call them Anakin, it. Luke, Ray. Mm. I mean, you could, and, but then you better. see, and that's my big problem with the sequel trilogies overall, or the sequel trilogy overall. It's they've really they're still clumping it in the Skywalker saga, yet Ray is the main character, and she's not. I don't care what she says at the end; she is not a Skywalker. She just said that she was a Skywalker. She's not a Skywalker. She, she yeah, said that. She's she's a liar. She had the nod. She's an she identity thief. From, 
She got the nod from Luke and Leia while she was on the Skywalker ranch. <laughs> Those were actually, that was actually Palpatine just manipulating her again. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. I still wonder why Ben wasn't there. No. But... He, like, it should have, it was really Ben's sequ- uh, trilogy, in my opinion. Like, mm. or I think it should have been if it wasn't. Should have been, but I'm. I did that on purpose. Yeah. Well, I made it a better. So- a solo trilogy? Is that what you're saying? Josh, show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so again, I think that, well, those are, those are my thoughts. I, I don't need to say any more about what I think. Uh, I think it would be interesting to have someone brand new to the series, which might be hard to find, honestly, at least in my, the circles I float in. Um, but I think it would be interesting to have someone watch them chronologically and start with one um, yeah. and move from there just i feel like is an interesting social experiment yeah i did see, watch see a, how uh, their perceptions sm- are different i did see a small clip on reddit where uh a dad was showing his two kids star wars for the first time and oh, yeah, had yeah, them watch the them. had to watch them had them watch the uh a new hope and then empire and they were actually shocked at the revelation that luke was his that darth vader was, was his father. father yeah yeah which, and you know is, i can is, see is pretty that priceless I can see that working either way. I I wouldn't know how to introduce it to somebody else. Again, I would kind of want to do it both ways. Um, Because, you know, then it's different if you, it's a totally different way of experiencing the story if you do it in chronological order. Uh, I think, I don't think it's necessarily worse, you know, to not have that be such a surprise, but, you know, it's a, uh, it's just, it's different, I imagine. You know, because you see that he was, uh, you see what he's become and how he's been treating treating his children. Uh, and it's just, you know, then it's a whole thing. And it's a revelation for Luke, not necessarily uh, the viewer at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which would actually bring in an interesting element of like, like, oh my God, Luke's going to freak out. And like living in, in that anticipation of like knowing what yeah. Luke doesn't know. Would be yeah, a really again, interesting thing to see. Again, that's a different kind of storytelling, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, yeah. I forget what it's not invalid, just different. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and uh, still cool. Yeah. yeah, I like. I just like the having the three prequels, the three the prequel trilogy between uh, Empire and Return as like you're kind of uncovering all that history that um, that was only alluded to in the first two movies. Yeah. Uh, so what? All right, we've talked about generally the Skywalker saga, and we've mentioned Rogue One and Solo a few times. Do you think they should count as the as part of the Skywalker saga? I think they should just because they refer to characters within those. I really don't like how uh, they're coming out with the Skywalker saga, the the set and it's like 300 some dollars for the 4k box set but it doesn't have rogue one or solo in it really quick the shade the skywalker saga correct me if i'm wrong but it's like all nine movies yeah yeah so i feel like for someone who who like pretty much has only seen the the movies it's weird for like oh all of these nine are together but these two are like part of something else it's like what else is there like there's nothing else and i know that there is but just from being the perspective of someone who's only seen the movies it's weird to like separate them especially when they fit into the timeline 
Yeah. Yes. I mean, and I think, I, I don't think they should be counted um, because, well, obviously they don't really have to do with any Skywalkers. I might agree with you, but I think my point is more that like, it's weird that they're like, we're going to take nine out of our 11 movies and be like, this is the saga. And then there's like no other saga, right? So but again, that's also, I, I think that's also part of just, like I guess what you World could consider War I, the- World War One before World War II happened. Uh, I guess that's what you could consider <laughs> the awkward transition period that's kind of going on now, where it's right now, these are the two movies that are just like totally- Mm-hmm. unrelated to anything pretty much you know they're out of the skywalker saga not super but, uh, necessary yeah though but you know again like it seems that they're and you know as we have seen already with like the mandalorian even though it's a tv show not a movie but we're seeing that be expanded upon more uh that there is there are other stories to tell in this so that's why i think it i think they should be separate and there will just be more to accompany them later on the I- line yeah, and I just feel like it's weird to, like, start making groups when you only have, like, oh, this is the stuff that goes in this group, and then this is the other stuff. Yeah, it, it's like, it is a bit weird. Let's make but... two groups, and then we can start sorting stuff, but that's yeah. not what they're doing. And they're going to. I mean, I know we're going to talk yeah. about it later, but they're leading into that. But it's like, it? did they call the MCU phase one phase one when phase one yes. was still happening? Did they? Yes. Beyond, you know, the... The movies, uh, you know, talking about how there's the Skywalker saga and then like the anthology. They were going to call it like the anthology trilogy, but then they ended up scrapping, I think, uh, yeah. the Obi-Wan Kenobi one. Or no, it was the Boba Fett one. They scrapped. Yeah, Boba Fett. Uh, Boba Fett. And then, you know, so there's that, but for a lot longer than that sort of extended universe, there has been the, the books that have made up the, the bulk of the Star Wars EU. Uh, and I know Hannah is not really familiar with that at all. Josh, are you familiar with any of that? I recall in my younger days, uh, reading some of the expanded universe, which, uh, which is now legacy, uh, according to Disney. <clears throat> but, um, I do remember reading about, uh, Caden and Jason Solo. Yeah. Jason. Uh, was it Jason? Jason, 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 Jason and uh, Jaina. It's been a long time. Oh, okay. But I remember reading a lot about their um, their back and forth being twins and one going to the to the dark side. And um, were those Luke's kids? The, they, were so, they were solos. The, solos. Uh, yeah, okay. they were solos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was a weird thing to me because I do remember reading about. Uh, those like their children and everything and then coming into the sequel trilogy it being totally different i was a little like uh, okay yeah uh, and there were some other things where they paid homage to the uh some more of the trilogy where uh darth vader or sorry anakin excuse me tried to came back came back as a fourth go- force ghost and tried to um i guess make amends with leia uh some other things and we're seeing uh that how obi-wan you know finally like i guess gave up the ghost as in mm-hmm. he you know released himself into the force he gave himself over to the force in- entirely so he wasn't a force ghost anymore yeah it's little, little things like that well and uh you know i <clears throat> one thing i do re- i read about a lot of the books more than i read the books 
but I do remember reading about the whole thing with uh, Palpatine coming back and like possessing. I think he possessed like Luke for a while. Mm. And yeah, there was something stuff. about that. And like, well, there's like a couple different things. Like, there's like Palpatine clones, yeah. Luke turning to the dark side, becoming like, I think it was Palpatine's student or something like that, just so he can destroy him. And then yeah. there was another thing where like Palpatine was trying to like get into like i guess leia's womb because she was pregnant with one of the children and it was weird (laughs) yeah yeah and so i mean i think (laughs) all right (laughs) i I remember thinking when the sequels were coming out that they did it, it felt like they kind of moved some of that in like obviously that stuff seemed to be a bit too weird for them but uh you can kind of see maybe some of those ideas crushed over like uh especially probably more in rise of skywalker than anywhere else but uh you know especially how like palpatine had you know his uh his influence over uh kylo ren and mm. how he essentially came back from the dead you know he had the clones as we saw that were snoke uh all that and so yeah i, I think they they did bring some of those ideas loosely over uh yeah um and yeah i know there's there were a lot of books uh matthew you said earlier that you were uh you're reading or rereading the uh the original thrawn trilogy yeah so basically before the prequels and before the sequels like basically before like anything past 99 uh timothy zahn created this trilogy called the throne series and that at the time was considered the true like sequel trilogy and it like goes after it's about like five years after return of the jedi so like in current timeline it'd be like during the mandalorians timeline so it's cool story i haven't really finished it but i do know what happens i just wanted to read it for myself to see you know Mm -hmm. what i did like and what i didn't like and there are some parts in the first book where you really get to like you're like reading what Luke's thoughts are and like how he's like unsure of himself about training the next generation of Jedi. Cause uh, at the time in the book, Leia's pregnant with the twins and that's kind of leads into like one of the plot points of, you know, the bad guys want the kids, of course, to graze little evil Jedi. And that was <laughs> and, Luke yeah. and Leia's yeah. kids, right? They, they got it, real into the incest afterwards. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, they, they started off with it in the movies. I figured they just, well, you know, George, they wanted to keep, George the, they wanted to keep the bloodline pure. That's what it was. It's Disney. Uh, wait, Disney doesn't own. Never mind. No, they don't. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yet. not yet. Not yet. Give it time. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, have you, I know they redid the, uh, or, I can't remember if they... I think they've wrapped up the new Thrawn trilogy, right? Because they redid They've it. finished the third book. I know they're making more of them. And I think oh. the fourth book... I think it's like its own set of... Tril- it's its own trilogy will come out in November. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because um, I remember seeing about those. And I- I've been interested in reading the Thrawn trilogy. Uh, I never got around to it. I'm really bad when it comes to books. Um, and... But yeah, you know, and I, I knew that this new trilogy was, 
actually tied into the lore. It's, it's now canon uh, with Disney. So I'm thinking about picking them up at some point. I don't know when that will be, if I actually ever get around to it. But uh, yeah. Uh, and he he's a Chiss, right? Yeah, Tom? he's still a Chiss. Um, I think it goes more into like the backstory of what's going on, especially in the second book. Um, there's like a cool little... Well, it's like part of the book where it's like part of it is in the present and then part of it is in the past, like during the Clone Wars and uh, Thrawn actually meets Anakin Skywalker and now he's like working with Darth Vader and, you know, the thought of the book is like, does Thrawn know that Anakin is That's Darth the same Vader? Person. Mm. It's interesting. Yeah. I uh, I mean, I mean, uh, I may need to get into that. So, uh, do yeah, do, do we think any of these are uh, are worth reading now? Like, I'm sure the the legacy books are still, I'm sure they're still fun, but would you recommend them to somebody that's... I mean, if they want to get into Star Wars and they don't really care where, like, the source material, like, if it doesn't line up, like, you know, with, like, Marvel and stuff like that, they always reboot stuff. Like, there's always a thousand different origin stories. Like, if you don't care about that stuff, then sure. I mean, it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's what you enjoy. That's what Star Wars is all about. So it's like, you know just because it's a different timeline doesn't mean you have to just throw it out the window because they're constantly taking stuff back from legends and putting it into the canon universe. Yeah. 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 Treat yourself. Well, and uh, the comics are canon, right? Uh, yeah. They're, all of yeah. them are? Mm-hmm. Most For the most part, all of them are. Uh, the one thing I don't like, I'm not a comic book reader. I've always been like a visual person and like, it just book like a visual book just doesn't work for me. So I've never been a big fan of comics, but the star Wars comics, the past couple of years have been insane in terms of content, like especially like the rebooted star Wars uh, issue that just came out maybe a couple days ago. It's getting into like what happens after empire strikes back and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember exactly what it is now, but I remember hearing about something recent. I don't remember if it was that recent, uh, but something recent about they went more in depth on uh, a really important part again i i just i don't remember exactly which makes this a really terrible story to tell but uh yeah i I, and you know i i like that uh i'm not always a big fan for storytelling in i guess or two that's specific to a, a more niche audience uh you know because then you a lot of times it splits the the fan base and they you know the casual fan won't be able to really get into it as much or they're just not going to yeah yeah i like how they're filling in the gaps was that's i think that's where they're kind of relying on a lot of comics to do since they can't really pump out as much you know animation or live action stuff to fill to show oh this is what was going on between this and this this explains why this character is doing this or give you some more context to how things got to here like bridging the gaps between movies and i do like seeing comics t- uh, take up that um that role yeah. especially with um i do I, i've seen a lot of uh front of um screenshots of a uh, comic that shows dark uh dark vader's story uh, side of the story where that you don't see in new hope like him going down tatooine him remembering his old life um i think that one ends with I was thinking that's him. Like the first one or yeah, I think that's that's one that ends with him hiring Boba Fett to like figure out who that um, pilot was or figure out 
more on what's going on with the resistance and then him learning who the pilot is and that sets in motion things for for empire yeah, yeah. i mean that comic was really good yeah i also think uh the one where he uh has to obtain his own lightsaber and corrupted is a cool one you know it kind of gives you a little bit more information about how these new sith operate of like you know why their lightsabers are red and like what's the process towards that and it's a really cool moment where you get to like see inside the mind of darth vader and like see his internal conflict because i mean his complete story is just tragic and you get to see more of the inner workings of darth vader versus anakin and having anakin trying to pop out and vader being like get back down there buddy this is my time i think i think if comics are done well they can actually like in general help the fan base because you have people who just want to continue be continue being casual but then you have people who want to really get into it and i feel like as long as it is sort of that filler stuff then you can still have those two distinct groups and they're happy i feel like what would really upset the balance would be if um if you have something happen in a movie that like requires you to know what happened in a comic, that's yeah. where you're like, okay, this is not and going in a good direction. Like, let's go talk about Knights of the Old Republic and just the Old Republic setting in general. Uh, who here has played Knights of the Old Republic? Oh, so Matthew, me, <laughs> uh, Josh. No, no, I understand. Big fan of Lego Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. So the Knights of the Old Republic, and just uh, again, one, two, and then those are more closely grouped together than uh, the Old Republic. I mean, it's obviously still in the same general era, but uh, the Old Republic, I think, takes place, what is that, 300 years after the second? Yeah, like it's loosely connected just to be able to tell more story, but I mean, it's all within the same time. So yeah. I guess you could say with Star Wars. Uh, and they do have Revan still in in the Old Republic. He is old. What? So I have a question of what is the significance of the Old Republic uh, era and just like the series, all of that? Um, I mean, in terms of like comparing it to the movies, the games are definitely very story driven. Um, and it really does feel like you're placed into it into a Star Wars movie and you're like controlling the outcomes. Um, but I mean, besides that, I mean, it's such a good game. Like if you have time and you're like not frustrated with the old like gaming system for it, like PC, whatever. It's, it's um, tough. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, it's, it's not great, but the story definitely holds its own, especially 17 years ago. Like it's, I'd still play it now. Yeah. I'm, I imagine it falls in the same category as a TV show where being being able to have a slower pace get, lets you fill stuff out more. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I, I really enjoy it for a number of reasons. Uh, you know, you do get to learn more about just the, the world, you know, like you, you learn more about uh, a lot of the races. Uh, so, you know, you may see a lot of these different alien races in the, the movies and not have any idea of what they are you really get to learn a little more about them and their cultures in the, in the games. And uh, also just like some of the, like not necessarily origins of the Jedi and Sith, but definitely some of the, the older the traditions. Figures, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, where they go to collect their crystals, uh, how they build their lightsabers. Usually uh, from what I remember, I don't remember if I've missed something, but uh, 
how it usually goes is that the Jedi, as part of their training, have to go and uh, build their own lightsaber. So they like find their crystals, uh, do a whole meditation thing, and uh, they actually construct their own lightsaber to finish their training. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, whereas with the Sith, it's also pretty reflective of them and their culture is they usually get their lightsabers by killing a master or somebody else that already has a lightsaber and they take theirs uh, or it's passed down to them by their master uh, one thing that i do think down. is cool from the games is like it's in the second game you know there's like it's after you know the main events of the first game is uh, you talk to one of the settlers on one of the planets where an old Jedi temple used to be, and they basically consider the Jedi and the Sith to be the same thing. It's you know, it's it's cool to see like, you know, we know what we we know what the Jedi and the Sith are. You know, one's good, one's bad, but to like people in the galaxy, you know, it's all the same stuff. You know, they both have their own issues, and they are like the Jedi are considered peacekeepers, but sometimes they just don't act, and that's like one yeah. of the main issues from the first game is. Uh, how you know Revan and Malak turn to the dark side and become the enemies of the game. Yeah, and again, there is also what I love about the Old Republic setting is you do get a lot more of the uh, it, the the lines get a little more blurred, uh, a lot mm -hmm. more blurred. So it's like you know the Jedi are they're not necessarily so much seen as the good guys. Uh, like they're still they're shady. <laughs> they do some st shady stuff. Um, and they're doing really what's in their best interest, mostly. Uh, and the Jedi, I mean, the Sith, they're not really any better. They're just, they're after power. They're a little more self-centered. Uh, the, the biggest difference that I can say is the Sith care more about personal power, individual power, and, uh, the Jedi care more about power amongst themselves uh like they want to share the power and the control uh they may say it's like to keep others safe and everything but you know it's they're still the ones that feel they need to be in control and have a lot of that power um and that that definitely also comes in in uh, the old republic uh it kind of has to just from a gameplay perspective uh you know that it's uh you can play as either side and you have this whole world built around them and it's a bioware game so you make your choices and you, you can even be like a, a sith like a sith lord but be good and choose not to kill a lot of people unnecessarily and you can you can basically be a light side sith uh or a dark side jedi and or a gray just, jedi you That's can't really be a great Jedi, unfortunately. Yeah, the game makes it hard to do that. Oh, oh. Yeah, but I mean, I you know, you still kind of have that option. Like, you, it's just you're not going to get all the, the good stuff. Like, it's going to seem a little bit weird if you try to do it. You're not going to get all the good perks from being one or the other. Hmm. Anyways, um, now... And the last, the last note for games, since I am starting to get carried away, um, Jedi Fallen Order was also a game that released late last year, and I've, I've played it uh, all the way through twice. Uh, Matthew, I assume you've played it. Well, actually, yeah, because we have Game Share, and uh, 
we do that and you that's how i played it on xbox uh so have you beaten it yeah it's good story ending is definitely kind of like a whoa um yeah it's a good story you know you get to see what happens to uh someone rediscovering the force after kind of closing themselves off to it and then from a gameplay perspective it makes sense uh yeah. i'm just interested to see what they do with the sequel because you know you know what's coming so yeah. we'll just see what happens there and you know i was i was really happy that as we had mentioned earlier you know there's uh, like the force exists in a lot of different ways and you know different cultures use it differently uh, you do see, uh, I'm blanking on her name right now. I think it starts with an M, though. Although I could um, be confusing her with the character from KOTOR 2. I, I can't remember her name, but she's a night sister. Yeah, uh, and uh, they use magic, hmm. which uh, it's like it's the force, but it's it's not the force. So it's, it's like, yeah. it's like a weird version of the force. Like they have to like, it's kind of like how the Sith have like in the TV show, they have like dark side, like rituals and stuff like that. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of like, I think Darth Maul's culture had something like that. Yeah. Is that, am I? Well, yeah, because he's, is that correct? Because they're on uh, Daphimir, and that's where, I don't know if that's where he's from. I know he goes there. I Uh, don't remember if that's where the Zabraks are, if that's the Zabrak homeworld or anything, but. I believe he was born there because uh, his mom is is the night sister's like leader. So. Their mother Talison was his mom, so yeah. I'm pretty sure he was born there. Yeah. Um and I had just I wanted to bring it up uh, earlier, but I kind of forgot. Uh we speaking of Darth Maul, uh we also did in the Mandalorian at the very end get to see the Darksaber come in. And uh I'm really excited to see just what they do what with that in, in the, yeah. the Mandalorian. That was cool. I had no idea what it was doing there. I was completely lost. Yeah. And in the games, especially uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2 and uh, the Old Republic uh, MMO, it is nice seeing like a lot of the the history of the Mandalorians and the uh, Mandalore and all that, their whole legacy with uh, just their history with the Jedi and everything as well and seeing like uh, an expansion on their culture. And I like that they they kept most of that if not all of it in the uh, the show the Mandalorian, so that was cool uh so kind of wrapping up what do you guys think is next for star wars or what do we know is next for star wars well i'm hoping some other saga so that it's not just the star wars saga because i said before that doesn't make sense uh, it's always going to be the star wars saga no, 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 it's not always going to be the skywalker what did i say the star wars saga because it's always star wars it's always going to be star wars listen to what i mean and not what i say no but regardless just having like one saga still doesn't make sense so they need another one they have been uh discussing doing a uh an old republic era series I think Ryan Johnson was going to be doing that one. Uh, although I can't keep the directors straight for who was like given what project. They've kind of right. announced this, but uh, yeah, he's got a trilogy in the works. But uh, yeah. I know the next official thing that I guess they're working on is called Project Luminous, and I'm pretty sure that's the High Republic era. So it's like yeah. 400 years before the movie. So not straight oh, up, okay. like 4,000 years before the movies, like the Old <laughs> Republic was, but. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll see a younger Yoda in there. Yeah, it's going to be Yoda's uh, teen years. Next <laughs> teen oh, years. Gosh. oh, gosh. And other than <laughs> the fact that just having one saga doesn't make sense, I do think it'd be really cool 
because like I'm learning a lot today about what else is out there in terms of Star Wars and so I think it'd be really interesting to have like a seemingly you know disconnected story that takes place in the same universe I think it'd yeah. be a really good way to expand it for the the, the masses yeah it's time to have something yeah. uh similar but but different it's not we're not mm-hmm. having to focus on this super important uh group well and we can move on to other other uh, areas of the galaxy. And I know Hunter's probably going to disagree with me, but I think I it'd be really cool. I know. I think it'd be really cool to it's see more stuff like Rogue One. More stuff that is not based so much around the Jedi and the Sith, but more around oh, these sort of little people. I prefer um, things not over centered are really around... Cool. I, I really do enjoy things not strictly centered around Jedi and the Force. That's why I was excited for Rogue One. But they still managed to add it in there as a primary part of everything, even though they said they weren't going to do it. And, yeah. I mean, there's just that, that's I like my biggest. That's my biggest problem with Rogue One. Like they still have the guy who's like force sensitive. He's he's a Jedi pretty much, but without an actual lightsaber, he uses a stick. It's just. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm not. But I do think it's it'd be just, really interesting to see all the different things that are going on that. For those of us who have really only seen the movies, don't really know is even a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see more. They announced uh, that Project Luminous. So you said Matthew, mm, yeah, uh, would be in the next two, three years coming out. They have another trilogy uh, yeah. as announced. But there'll be uh, more info on it coming out sometime this I month. Just hope they yeah. take their yeah. time. Take their uh, time. Yes, I, I can never remember make it good. when. Uh, I can yeah. never remember when uh, Star Wars. The celebration is it's uh, typically in april or is it may the 4th may the 4th i i feel like it's not i feel like i always want it to be but it's it not. should be um should, yeah. yeah so i'm sure we're gonna find out a lot more then <laughs> ah, otherwise uh i'm also hoping to see more about uh i'm always hoping for more games <laughs> in the star wars universe just because there are so few really great ones uh that they stick with Unfortunately, we didn't talk about Battlefront, which I'm disappointed. But I, more know, Force Unleashed. But yeah, again, there's we're trying to keep it shorter when we've, yeah, I got we've already gone do. for a while. Yeah, Hannah, you got like see. 30 minutes. Let's play it. <laughs> if you're listening, you know, or watching, just talk to us, please. We like I like talking. You know, um, but you know, I don't know about everyone else. Uh, just talk to us what you think uh, is going to be next, what you're looking forward to uh, that has already been announced, uh, how you hope they deal with things, and just everything Star Wars. If you just want to say, I love Star Wars, then I'm fine. We do too. too. Or send us a your, uh, fan, your new trilogy fan fiction. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> send, me, uh, send everybody else uh, a really well thought out, written, really well written article as to why Rogue One is awful. Don't Thanks, listen guys. To him. Uh, see you next time. Uh, Don't listen to him. Quickly, Hannah, do you have uh, the topic for next week? Yeah, I think next week we're going to talk about uh, which is better, sequels or remakes? It is a complicated remakes. question. Uh, okay. Is it that, uh, we'll talk about it. Seek makes. Right. See, yeah. see makes. See you guys next week. Thanks, Matthew. No problem. Thanks, guys.